Need to prepare. Need to prepare. Life can turn on a dime. Know where your dimes are. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Bill Laco and Dr. Gene Hensler. We uh, appreciate Pete O'Hearn coming on and talking to us about SBA loans and the PPP and how we might uh, get assistance for businesses. Uh, if you have questions for us, we always love to hear from you. You can call our question hotline, one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. You'll ring into that number. Uh, you'll get a message. Leave your question right behind the message, and uh, we'll play that on the air and answer right behind it. If you'd rather talk to a human being, uh, believe it or not, we got somebody that'll answer the phone. You can call seven seven zero. Four two nine nine one six six, or you can email us at drgene at hensler dot com. That's d r g e n e at h e n s s l e r dot com, or you can go to our website hensler dot com. We've got all sorts of information on there. In fact, you can go on and uh, find our newsletter um, by by going to the top page. Go to the very bottom of the front page of the the hensler dot com. The bottom of the front page. Right. Bottom of the bottom of the <laughs> Easy front for page. you to Where say. You Easy for you to say. It's, but we also have a Coronavirus and Cares Act page. That's right. Yeah. So you can go there as well. And we're updating. We literally are going through the act. We're, we're not getting other people's information. We're reading the actual bill. You cannot believe how many pages it is. Yeah, it's tough. And coming up with strategies on how to best handle uh, your money. Um, so first of all, just going back to Coastal States Bank, the reason we had Pete on, besides the fact that he's an expert in this area, is we do business with Coastal States Bank. They're they're a local bank, you know. I mean, you're local. This is going to be the first time since 08 and 09. Um, bankers are going to save our, you know what? Yeah. So in 08 and 09, maybe we didn't like them so much, but they, you know. We save them. That's yeah, right. And yeah. This time they're going to turn around. I mean, obviously it's our money, but at the end of the day, um, and, and you're going to have a lot more local banks, I think, involved in the SBA lending. Not that the Wells Fargo's and the Chase's and the world's of the world's won't help, but, you know, if you've got a relationship with your community banker, that's a big deal, and they tend to care more. And I'm not, I'm not disparaging big banks. I'm just staying. Well, back. Bill, I will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I, I, I think that uh, developing a relationship with a bank is very, very important. Like, like it, it, establishing a relationship with 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 financial advisor like us. And uh, the big guys, quite frankly, if you're a small businessman, really don't care a whole lot about you. Be frank. Yep. And I think community banks do, and they try to say. We'll help you grow and you help us grow. So um, that'll be my pitch because I don't think Bank of America and Chase is going to do a whole lot of sponsoring on this show, Bill. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's true. That's you know, fair. SBA lending is, is also kind of a, a niche. It is. Uh, a you know, a specialty. Yeah. So uh, finding somebody like Pete uh, who can help you specifically in that area uh, which is what you need to yeah. do at the moment uh, well, is, is and, always a great and thing. And look, if you don't have a relationship with a banker, why not start one now? Because you definitely true. need uh, – look, there there is something in this bill for everybody. Um, and, and before I get into you know what's going on with mandatory withdrawals and can you take money out of your retirement account, I, I did want to talk about one thing, Gene, that, that is a unique scenario that is to Georgia and Georgia employers. So first of all, and we talked about this last week, but you have to – if you're going to lay somebody off – furlough someone or um, um, reduce their their 
time. So if you go from 40 hours to 35 hours, you need to report it to the Department of Labor. Normally, you wouldn't have to do that, but you have to do that now if you don't want those insurance claims to count against your insurance premiums. So we all pay uninsured premiums to the state of Georgia. And so the federal government is backstopping that. So as long as you report to Georgia, I'm laying off three people or I'm furloughing three people. And we're going to talk about the difference between those two because I've gotten an education in this. Um, Not because we're going to do any of that here at Hensler, but like I said, I belong to some other organizations that we're having to look at that scenario. Um, But the bottom line is as long as you as the employer report this, then whatever Whatever it costs for that employee to be paid will it's not, not going to impact your premium. Correct. Yeah. So that's a big, big deal. It is a huge it's deal. It's a huge deal. Um, so layoffs. You lay someone off that's generally saying, look, you're no longer employed here. Go away. Furlough means, look, we don't have any work for you. I don't want to fire you. Give me some time to figure this out. You're still, you know, as soon as we, you're still on the rolls, but I'm not paying you anything. Right. Either one of those allows them to draw unemployment. Now, the unique thing in the state of Georgia today is that the first used to be, okay, if you earned $1, that $1 would count against however much they would pay you, okay? Well, the state of Georgia has said for the foreseeable future, i.e. probably to the, I don't know what date it is off the top of my head, but let's call it through the end of June, you can earn up to $300 per week and it won't count against your benefits. So theoretically, Gene, you can earn $365 a week unemployment from the state of Georgia if you get the max. And there's a crazy formula for this, so yeah. I'm not going to try to do it on air. But theoretically, your employee, or if you're unemployed, you could get up to $365 a week, plus the federal government now is backstopping you for 600 bucks. So that's $965 a week. And you could work and earn $300 a week. Do you build? You know anybody who's hiring eighty-year-olds? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Not me. I'm trying to fire you, man. So I, can I fire you and still have the Bank of Gene line of credit, or is that? Uh, no, no, it don't work that way. Okay. I mean, you gotta ask, right? I mean, you, don't, you don't get it if you don't ask. Yeah, you you ask too much, and yeah. you might get no, cut I, off but, anyway. But look, this is a this hey, guys, is a, this is a sh- I gotta tell you, these are the craziest time in my life. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and we thought oh eight no nine was bad. And I tell you right now, I can't believe how I'm sitting here looking at this and going, my gosh, all I know so far is that I think the government's done a good job and the idea that uh, this uh, covering people who keep people employed is the number one thing they can do. Um, And for that, I'm very happy. But, Bill, do you have any problems with what's going on and what's not being taken care of? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, as long as that emergency loan, that uh, EIDL, whatever it's called, actually works for the people they cut out of the bill, no, I don't have a problem. I think we're pretty good for right now. That all depends on how long they're going to, you know, shelter and place us and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, you know, this works for a couple of months, I think, but beyond a couple of months, they're going to have to do something else. Oh, yeah, I don't think think there's any question about that, but I just... uh, my concern is is how slow they are in getting these things out. Well, I mean, Mnuchin said when they signed the bill it was going to be three weeks. And we're okay. into it for a week. You know, my guess is, I mean, I've heard rumors that you could start putting in applications tomorrow. I mean, I've yet to see that. I've yet to see the spreadsheets, you know. 
Um, my guess is you're probably talking early next week, and then it'll probably take what a week to process, and then you start getting your money. I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. You know, the bill literally says the SBA has 15 days from the date it was signed to have guidance in place and start passing out money. So they're up against the wall now. We've been doing this for a week. Yes. So, you know, I mean, they don't have much more time to actually start the processing and having money flow or they'll be in violation of the law. Now, just going back to the Georgia DOL scenario, Department of Labor, look, if you have to reduce your workforce or you have to reduce their hours, you know, keep that in mind. That first $299 is basically free money to them. It doesn't count. I shouldn't say free money, but it doesn't count against them being able to go get some unemployment. So for employers who are really wrestling with, Hey, what do I do? I want to do the right thing. I want to, I, you know, I, want, I don't want to hurt my employees, so forth and so on, which is an admirable thing. You got to do this math because at the end of the day, the employee doesn't care as long as they're getting paid, right? And if the government's going to backstop you and you're not qualifying for PPP, then this is the way I would go at it. You got to take a look at it, and this is part of what we do. So, you know, if you want to, if you want some help, I mean, and I said this last week, I've got a few emails, but. I'm willing to help you through this process for free. I don't don't shoot me, Gene. But at the end of the day, this is complicated. And at least having somebody to bounce some ideas off of. I mean, I'm not going to manage your money for free, but I can talk to you about this for free. Um, so if you want to talk, 770-429-9166. Now, the other couple of provisions that are fairly interesting is that they've they've eliminated mandatory withdrawals for this year. So if you've not taken your mandatory withdrawal, you don't have to. That would be even for somebody that just turned 70 and a half. Well, 72 so, now. Well, you're right. 72. Now, no, that's not for 2019. That's for 2020. Yeah, we're in Yeah, we're in 20, okay. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, I know you're 80, so if, man, but you know what year we're in, right? Do I need to be worried what about I'm you? What I'm saying is that you, it can't be retroactive. <laughs> no. no. No, no, no. Last okay. year is last year. This year is this year. Now, the problem is some people take their withdrawals at the beginning of the year. So... So you got two issues here, right? The first issue is if you've taken your withdrawal and you don't actually need it and you're within the 60 days of taking that withdrawal, there's a hard and fast rule that you can put it back in your IRA or retirement account. So as long as you're not past the 60-day window and you don't need this money, put it back in, okay? Right. Now, uh, you know, we have clients that have done this. If, you've, if you have withholding, Meaning you you said hey withhold so much money to state so much money to federal you can't put that money back in uh, or okay. or let's put it this way your custodian can't make that money come back um, you could put the total amount back in but then you will have prepaid your taxes and you'll just have to get a refund or a credit for next year so there's no way to get that money back does that make sense what I'm trying to say Gene yeah okay so that's that's number one number two is if you're outside that 60 day window um, and I'm looking for the rule here. I've got so many pages on my on my desk here. There's a window that, 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 that not a window, there's a rule that will allow you to pull $100,000 out of your retirement account, no penalties and no taxes for three years. So think about it this way. If I've pulled my mandatory withdrawal out and I'm outside the 60-day window, then what I could do is, as long as I've been affected by the corona, or yeah, your, your COVID, family would have had to be affected. You're, you're, not just your family, you got to have an economic decline. Okay. Okay. Well, we've all had an economic decline. We've well, all been affected. Right. Your stock market went down. Right. Your stock market. Yeah. Your 401k so has probably been affected. Absolutely. I mean, because actually, there's a provision, there's a catch-all, and that was the catch-all. Yeah. You first read the first three bullet points of the law, you go, 
Well, I don't know yeah, anybody. You know, and then all of a sudden there's that, okay, if you've been affected economically, period. So uh, bottom line, Gene, is, is if you're outside that 60-day window, you can still put it back in. All you need to do is tell your custodian, hey, I was affected by the coronavirus. Boom. Put the money back in. No taxes. Now, flip side of that, and I know we're running long here, Kelly Lynn. I'll try to wrap it up for the segment. Flip side of that is if you've not taken your mandatory withdrawal and you you want to take money out of your retirement account for whatever reason, you can take it out, $100,000, not taxable for three years. Is there an interest charge on that bill? Nope, no taxes, no penalty. So, And you so can I- defer for three years. Like literally, you could take the money out the first year and you could say, I, I, I'm not in a situation where I could pay it back this year. No problem. You elect not to pay it back. Year two, no problem. Year three, well, you either pay it back or you're going to be taxed. So what you're telling me is I could pull $100,000 out yep. and put it into a giant CD yep. paying how much, Troy? Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> Nothing. Not much. <laughs> and, then, and then put it back yeah. three years later with no fee, and I, and I could collect that huge additional huge, rate of return. Yes. <laughs> yes. But more, more practically, if you really need – a cash infusion into your business. Right. This is another yeah. way they're allowing you to do it. Okay. And and the three years makes sense in that you know under that guys because then you're you know you assume that the economic conditions have passed and and we're ready to yeah. get back to work. Yeah. And, and Gene, we're going to stop here for a quick break, but the last point I'm going to make is these rules are changing. So who knows? You might get longer than three years. That's true. Money talks. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.